good evening. I do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. We have taken control as to bring you this special show. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? But I just got to know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? What's up, everybody? Welcome to 215 Live. Frank Jr. and John hey hanging up. out. Uh, we got some uh, guests outside the studio hanging out. John's better half and her sister hanging out, listening, watching the magic happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what what happening. <laughs> there's no magic in here. Uh, well, listen, there was no magic last night. The, Do we have to talk about it? Yeah, we gotta. We have to address it. Listen. I don't want to. Can I just say this? Like, I'm this defense. I'm completely over it. Like, this defense stinks. Yeah. They stink. And they're only going to get worse because now Darby's out. Yep. They stink. Yes. I think I said it like two weeks ago. Every time the Eagles score and get a chance to take momentum, the defense can't hold them. The coach was literally at the end of the first half trying to save time so we can get another field goal. And you couldn't stop a third and 15. Third and 15. Third and 15. Yeah. And you couldn't stop. You couldn't stop. It was a third and 15 screen pass that's, that yeah. went for 25 yards. <laughs> a screen pass, <laughs> yeah, it dude. It went for 25 yards. That's And it wasn't even like it was Ezekiel Elliott. No. You know it what I mean? It was their third wide receiver that got it. Unbelievable. That defense stinks. That defense is the reason the Eagles are 4-5. and five. Here's the thing, right? So I, I had a... I had a a very minor back and forth with a kid on Twitter today, and it was only because I tweeted something out on the Wildfire account, and I said it was like you know how that you know that Homer or the um, Grandpa Simpson gif when he comes in the bar and then goes right back out. Yeah, oh, it's the best one. So I tweeted that, and I said, "Hey Jim, thanks for coming. Now get the fuck out. You're fired." <laughs> right. So I thought it was hilarious. Right, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, that's funny." So this kid just writes twenty points, and I went, "Dude." You can't honestly be defending this defense because two <laughs> times Carson marched down the field after they scored and tied the game up. Yep. And both of those times they let Dallas go 75 yards for another touchdown. Two times yep. they let that team drive 75 yards. There's no way. Yes, did they only score 20? Sure. But if they if he marches down the field both times and gets momentum back, at one point that defense is supposed to make at least one stop. You have to make a stop. Two times they marched down the field and scored after both after tying it up both times. <laughs> this defense is so agonizing. And you're just sitting there and you're watching it and you're just like, oh my God, they just completed another pass. Oh my God, they just got another first down. Oh my God. I've never seen a defense give up any more crucial third and fourth down plays than this Eagles defense. It's ridiculous. Dude, the two drives they went 75 yards, there was no resistance at all. No. None. 
I think they had one third down on both of those drives. There was no resistance. They were just like, we got the momentum. Here you go, guys. That Eagles defense made Deck Prescott look like a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. Oh, completely. Because of completely. that Eagles defense. Yeah. And listen, it's not like Carson had a bad game. No. He still had, what would he have, a 105 quarterback rating or something like yeah. that? It, it's not Carson. It's not. It's nowhere near Carson. Listen, the offense got it going in the second half. They got it going in the second half. Yeah. You have to make stops. One stop to that team, the way Carson was playing, he comes back, he takes the lead, they don't look back. But nope. they couldn't stop anybody. Every time he drove down the field, and each one of his drives were amazing, the defense is and, and they were longer drives, too. So it's not like Chip Kelly where... It would be like one, two, three touchdown, and the defense is back on the field. They were pretty sustained drives as well. You know, 10 plays, 11 plays. So the defense had plenty of time to rest. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, they scored too fast, we're tired. There was no excuse for it. No. It's third and 15 heading into that half, right? Yeah. Third and 15. All you got to do is make that stop. You're going to get the ball back. Yeah. Next thing I know, they're down on the one yard line with Three 40 seconds later. left. Three plays later. <laughs> and and they were like, hey, Doug, thanks for taking those timeouts, yeah. bud. That backfired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's unbelievable. Third and 15. You know why? And did you see the one play? They only had 10 guys on the field. Really? They just, they just screenshot a, a play where it was like third and whatever, and Eagles had 10 guys on the field. And no one called it? Nobody called it. Nobody called it. Nothing. Jim Schwartz didn't even say it. Third down, I'm going to put 10 guys on the field. What do you think of that? <laughs> yeah. 10 guys. Third and 15, I'm going to send out my, my special 10-guy package. Yeah. <laughs> we're going we're to catch them. Watch. Yeah. We got them right where we want them. Yeah. They're, they're not going to real. Somebody's going to not know who to block. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. And the fact, like you said, I could see if it was like a bomb or you did some like crazy trick play or whatever. They threw a screen pass. Yeah, a, a play that goes one yard, Listen, and they and he went twenty five. When you line everybody up at the where the first down marker is, and you still can't get there, yeah, that's not good. Twenty five yards on a screen pass, that's not good. <laughs> and it wasn't like they were missing tackles; they were not in position. Yeah, uh, it's it's. Listen, the secondary isn't why they lost that game. The, no. the secondary had nothing nope. to do. Listen, we praised Jordan Hicks, you know, how he got hurt. And it was like, oh, that's a huge loss. Have you heard him? Haven't call? heard his name no. all year. Has he made a big play nope. yet? Haven't heard Nigel Bradham's no, name all year. We were so upset. Oh, Nigel Bradham's going to be suspended for the first game. We can't have that. I haven't heard him. Nope. Haven't heard either one. Neither one of those guys has made an impact. This defense can't get any turnovers. No. no they can't turnovers. get stops or turnovers. No pressure. They even had a couple of coverage sacks last night. So the secondary. Did its job. They yeah, gave up a couple of big are. plays for what they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Amari Cooper's going to get his against a guy he just signed off the street last week. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get his. Yeah, listen. and then once Darby went out, forget it. Out of necessity, I get you got to play with those guys, but they're not the reason you lost. That front seven's the reason you lost. They got no pressure on statistically like the worst quarterback in the league. Yeah. And then Elliott had his best game of the year. Of course. He just like it was, there was no resistance, there was none. No, nope. it didn't even look like he had trouble carrying the ball. If I was Jason Garrett, I'd have been like, give him fifty carries. They're not going to stop him. Just give him the ball every time. The first half to second half numbers for him are pretty jarring. 
It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's like 50, like <laughs> maybe 50 in the first half and then like over 100 in the second. It's, there it's was disgusting. literally a moment where they showed his stats and he had 69 yards rushing. And I was like, oh, we're gonna pro- maybe they'll hold him under 100. No, the next and then the, like very, yeah, the very next run, he go, oh, <laughs> yeah. he's up to 107 yeah. yards. I go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that lasted long. Yep, that lasted. <laughs> that, I, we, I keep going back to it, but the end of that half, that whole way that whole thing transpired, that is the definition of this Eagles season so far. Yep. And they, that, that's this Eagles season in a nutshell. And they got booed going in halftime. Yeah. And then Peter King ripped Philadelphia fans for booing the Yeah, the Eagles. Super Bowl champions. Come oh, on, dude. the Super Bowl champions nah. off the field. Fuck that's you, over, dude. dude. That's over. <laughs> that's a different season, bud. Yeah, like that's done. Yeah. What do you think Coach Peterson's saying? He goes, can't live in the past, fellas. Yeah. He made him take all One the banners down and shit, right? Yeah, you made a big deal about not living oh, the past. Pressure's off. Yeah, yeah. Nope. We're the underdogs again. Yep. Nah, Doug. They really are now. Yeah. Nah, Doug. Rest of the season. And you know what pisses me off? Here's what pisses me off about the whole thing, right? They're still statistically having a chance to win the fucking division. Yeah. Like, yep. it's insane to me that they're playing the way that they are. So I had them going, I had Washington and the Eagles both going 9-7. and seven. The only difference of what happened yesterday is... Now I have them beating the Texans because they lost to Dallas. Had right. they beat Dallas, I had them losing to the Texans. Yeah. So nothing has changed for that record. And you still have Washington in front of you two games. Yep. After all this, they can still win the division. Where's it the makes thing? me sick to my stomach. <laughs> the Saints are going to put up 90 yeah, this week. That's going to be embarrassing. On them. Yeah. That's going to be... Secondary? I mean, even I mean, whatever you say about Jalen Mills, at least he was a starter in the team, whether he deserved it or not. Yeah. But if he's not even going to be there, who? I mean, he's day to day, so who knows? But you know, you don't have Darby. They better. You're going to have they, Rasul Douglas, and I don't even know who the other guy is going to be if it ain't Mills. Trey Sullivan was yeah. one of them. <laughs> I mean, Drew Brees is going to have a career day. They better hope that they get the Drew Brees every chance they get, every single time. And the Saints just signed Alshon, didn't they? No, Brandon Who? Marshall. Oh, oh that's Brandon what I'm talking Marshall, about. Yeah. yeah, you better not have. I was like, no, no we're <laughs> I was think, yeah. No, it's it's just listen. And, and the the thing is, it's going to end up being one of those games that you didn't expect. It'll be like a 17 14. Yeah, and you and you and they'll drag you back in again, right? They'll win. They'll upset the Saints, right? And then look, we're all going to get drugged back in again. Oh, they're right, right back there. in it. Washington's going to lose next in the week league. or something, and yep. right back in it again. And everybody will get sucked back in. Yep, they're a 500 team, the best. Yeah. That's what they are. They're, they play like a 500 team. They are not capable of competing with the Rams, the Saints, in, in the playoffs. I mean, the regular season, you never know. But in the playoffs, they can't beat those guys. They're, they can't compete with the top four teams right now. No. They, they can't. I don't think they could beat Carolina. They already proved that. Right? <laughs> right. Can they beat Chicago with that defense the way it is? I, I don't know. Like, can can you look at any game? Like, I have them going 9-7. and seven. Can you look at any game and say, yeah, that's a win? No. Nope. No. I had that last night. Yeah, like like a major win last night. I thought they were going to put up 40 last night. Yep, me too. I thought they were going to embarrass the Cowboys last night. No. Looked like dog shit from the very beginning. Yep. Awful, man. Zero points going in, like, what did they have, three going in the halftime, like, against Dallas? Yep. It it makes me so (laughs) mad. And not to mention, Dallas had, like, 15 guys out injured. This team, and I don't know. It's, is, is it the hangover? Is no, it? they're unprepared. They're badly coached right now. It's got to. It's it had some point has to fall on Doug. You had 
almost two full weeks to prepare. Yeah, you can't come off a bye and a play bye, like that. A bye, two full weeks, all this rest. You know, you hear it all the time. Cowboys are on short week. They got to travel, blah, blah, blah. They look like they just played the night before. Like, they look that tired and unprepared. How can yeah. you be that unprepared with all that time to rest? Yeah, everybody was all excited about Golden Tate. That's, that's another thing. Where was he at? Does it even matter that you they, traded for him at this they point? They threw two screen passes to him. And they had him um, always returning the punt returns. Yeah. Yeah. It's, listen, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot, a lot There's of a questions. a lot of questions. And a lot it, of things that need to be answered. The quarterback, one of the wide receivers, and the tight end are the only non-questions on this team. Yep. The rest of them, Fletcher Cox, all them. Like, dude, get some pressure. What happened to Corey Clement? What happened to him? Last year, he was he was your your guy, I, right? I have no idea. They're not even throwing him the ball down the field. They they were throwing him down the field to him last year. They're mm-hmm. not even doing that this year. I think they're not even putting him out in routes hardly. I think he was the product of being the third guy in that rotation last year. That's what well, it is. Now he's the. In danger of being the no guy. Yeah, because the, because this rotation stinks. You can't start over Wendell Smallwood. You know, I don't know. Uh, they've they've made some questionable mistakes. There's a lot of going on, and I'm 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 afraid of it because I don't know what the answer is. I don't know where you go from here. You can't fix it this season. No. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you can maybe sign C.J. Anderson. They just got released, and that might help you. I mean, but other than that, I mean, you can't fix what's going on. They either got to man up and say, listen, we got to do a better job, right? Look in the mirror, fix the shit that you need to fix, and get out there and play, right? I mean, you got Jason Peters, who's, I think he's about to fall apart. Yeah. But he's out there battling, absolutely. Yep. I mean, every guy, every guy has to do that. Every guy has to step up on that team. Listen, the offensive line wasn't that bad last night. No. It's not like. They were hitting Carson all over the place. Nope. He had there was times where he had time to make throws. It, and and he made and he made throws. He he sustained drives. He came back and tied the game twice. And then run to the sideline. Everybody was pumped up. Let's go. And then the defense just goes, nah, we're good. Like, no reason. Like, how do you look at that offense with Dak Prescott and that trash that he works with and just let them march down the field on you? 75-yard drives. That dude should never drive 75 yards on you. Never. No. Nope. It, and it's, it not was, like, it, it's not like they were running the ball effectively in the first half. No, that's what Taylor said. He had 60 yards in the first half. So, right. There was one point where uh, Chris Collinsworth was telling us how surprised they were with Dallas Goddard's blocking ability and how that's freeing up Zach yeah, and all that. But I'm, but I'm just thinking back to the first quarter when they're going for it on fourth and one or whatever it was, and the linebacker blew right past them. Like, come on, man. Like, Listen, make a block. Just step in front of the guy. There's too many guys that don't make, like, Aguilar had that one big play. Yep. You didn't see him the rest of the game. Nope. They either have to feed Zach Ertz all game and beat the shit out of him or throw to Alshon in traffic and he has to make a great catch. There's nothing else going on. You can't trust your running backs. There's no other receiver. Dallas Goddard, who I like, is nowhere to be found. Like, there's, like, at what point, like, somebody's got to help this kid out. Yeah. The fact that the RPO is still working with no running with no running game at all at all. Like if I'm a defender, I'll be, I'm gonna be like, they're not gonna I mean, even if they do run it, I don't need to be over there. Yeah. You know? They don't go down the field. <laughs> it's just listen. It's amazing to me that in not even a year 
It's not even a bit of years time since they won the Super Bowl calendar year, and there's this many problems. Yeah. I get that they're all hurt, but like all the stock you put in Sproles, all the stock you put in JP, you know, you didn't address your cornerback situation. You you lost Rodney McLeod. You did nothing to address that safety spot. You lost guys on the line. You did nothing to address that. We all love the Golden Tate signing, but you don't use him. Like, don't give me he's only been here a week and we're yeah. trying to work. He's a football player. He's been playing for yeah. nine hey, years. Yeah. Hey, just say hike and go deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, here's 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 ten plays that we're probably going to work for you. He's a football player. Yeah. All you got to do is be like, this is what your plays are going to be. They're scripted. When I call this, this is your play, dude. Don't give me wow, we're working. He's not a rookie. Yeah. yeah by the way, he's been around for a few years. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Hey, out and up. <laughs> Whatever okay. you got to do. Yeah. Now nah, we're going to throw him a screen pass because we want to work him into the offense. Yeah, we don't know if he's going to know the hand signals. Okay. Yeah, great. Okay, then why is he out there then? Give right. him another week. Yeah. Don't put him on the field and then and then not use him. Do something with him. Run a jet sweep with him. Do something. They didn't even put him in position to do anything like crazy. This loss, it doesn't even... Normally when you lose to Dallas, it's like, ugh, they lost to Dallas. It doesn't even matter that it was Dallas this time. It's the way that they played. Yeah. Yeah. You're just kind of like there was no competition. Ugh. Like no. It's not like they put up a fight. You're at right. All. They look like I mean it was a home game on national television, and that's the shit you rolled out there in Philadelphia. You played defense like that on a national televised game. Yep. I couldn't. There was like no energy in the stadium. It's unbelievable. Home games don't mean anything. The anymore. loudest that crowd was was the first play of the second half when Michael Bennett drilled. Dak Prescott. That was great. That was right in front of me. That was great. And I was like, oh, there we go. Momentum changer. I'm still convinced that man does not wear pads. No. At all. (laughs) I don't know what he wears. All right. We're going to go to a break because I can't talk about this game anymore. I want to talk about some good things. Yes. And uh, that's right around the corner. You're listening to 215 Live on Wildfire Sports. If you're considering buying or selling a home in Philadelphia or surrounding areas, then for all your real estate needs, contact Louis Reyes from Weikert Realtors at 267-648-7123. That's 267-648-7123. The key to his success is always putting his clients above all else. Contact Louis Reyes now at 267-648-7123 for a no-obligation consultation and let him show you your possibilities. Are you a sports fan or know someone who is? Are you looking for a professional way to show off your favorite jersey or fan apparel but don't know how to do it? Are you looking to avoid paying hundreds of dollars on big, bulky, expensive display cases? Would you want to be able to hang your favorite team jersey on the wall or ceiling without using screws? Then look no further. Sport Display jersey mounts are finally here and can be purchased at www.thesportdisplays.com. They look absolutely awesome and you can install them without screws. You use 3M command strips and stick it to any surface type, including the ceiling. Jerseys look great on and the best part is you can remove it on game day and wear your favorite jersey to the game and when you're done, snap it back on. If you're looking for an easy, affordable and professional way to show off your team colors, then look no further than Sports Displays jersey mounts at www.thesportdisplays.com That's www.thesportdisplays.com Use promo code 215LIVE when you order and get $4 off of your purchase and free shipping. Get your jersey mounts today at www.thesportdisplays.com Hey guys, what's going on? You know those times where you need a little crunch in your lunch or a quick bite to get through the fight? A local site where it's done right, fast and friendly is what you need and satisfaction is always guaranteed. 
Cheese Dogs. That's D-A-W-G-S. Cheese Dogs, home of the two-foot challenge and the grilled ice cream sandwich, where happiness starts and the fun is in your bun. They're located at 318 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, and you can check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and at www.eatcheesedogs, D-A-W-G-S, eatcheesedogs.com. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a project at your house that needs to get done, but you're not sure who to turn to to help you out? Maybe you already started a project, but you're not quite sure how to finish it, and now your house is all messed up and you're stressed out? Well, here's what you do. Give our friend Chuck Reed the handyman a call. No repair or project is too small. Chuck will make your dream project a reality. Give him a call at 215-672-8875 or email him at handymanservices08 at comcast.net. If you're in Northeast Philly, Bucks, or Eastern Montgomery County, give Chuck Reed the Handyman a call. Once again, it's 215-672-8875 or email him at handymanservices08 at comcast.net. Welcome back to 215 Live. We're done talking Eagles. Isn't it exhausted it me. Halfway into the season of your Super Bowl content, your Super Bowl champions, we're like, yeah, we're done talking about that. Yeah, no more. I can't do it anymore. Not even a calendar year. It was such a depressing game. <laughs> it was such a depressing game. And, uh, you know, personal note, I was at the vet with my dog for the whole first half, which made it even worse. But my dog's okay. I'm going to go pick him up tonight. I so was actually rescue. sick to my stomach watching a game. I was sick to my stomach. Like, I can't believe this. Of all teams... To roll out against, uh, whatever. We're <laughs> please just go to the next subject. Uh, but there was some good stuff that happened in the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, buddy. Your Philadelphia 76ers, they went star hunting and they got Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, was that a he's good looking? Mm-hmm. Or no, was that it was a, a good trade? Oh, all right. Because that was like a, a <laughs> no, sexual. No, it was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, they did. Oh. I don't know. I think we need to replay that in the. <laughs> At some later point, Taylor, if we can isolate that and play that. And isolate I, want, it. I don't think it was that suggestive. Thank I don't you, know. Taylor. I don't like to hear it. I think that. K-Bop on my side. I don't know. It, it, it felt awkward when she did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm on record as saying I'm not a big Jimmy Butler guy, but I recognize his talent. And I recognize, I just, I'm not a fan of his attitude, but at this point, you, the team as it was constituted was not going to be any better than they were last no. season. Maybe even worse. Yeah. It, it, Do you think he's going to be a problem in the locker room? No, I don't think so. I think I think there's enough big personalities in that locker room. That's that what I think, yeah. About. And I, I, at this point, I actually don't even care. Yeah, that was blown yeah. out of proportion anyway. <laughs> because that Minnesota team is a bunch of dogs. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, if you, if you think about it, you heard... That he got in people's faces in Chicago, but he got in people's faces as the the team leader. Right, like that's what you want a guy to do, right? Yep. When he went to Minnesota, they're all dogs there. Yeah, they're all sort like potential stars who just don't want to work <clears throat> to become better. For in Minnesota, they brought him in to be the veteran leader. Yeah. in that locker room, he's not coming here for that. Yeah, we have no. our leaders already. Yeah. This is Embiid and Simmons territory. So. He's, he's not going to need to get on Embiid to bust his ass. No, he's no. not going to need to get on Ben Simmons to bust his ass. Yeah, I forget who it was. One of the one of the Sixers beats today, either today or yesterday. But he he made a good point. He said, you know, Joel Embiid in the off season has busted his ass every year to get to the point where he's at now. Right. Yeah. 
and you don't see him all of a sudden becoming a dog. Like, Cat and Wiggins, they're dogs. Like, they don't... Uh, the fact all, that Wiggins... I mean, people were tanking to get Wiggins. Yeah, and he turned out to be, like, yeah. a bust. And the fact that he's not that player... Right. That, that's that's yeah. a shame. They're, he's not going to have to go to Embiid and be like, hey, man, I want you to work harder. Like, that's yeah. not going to happen. No. You know what I mean? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna work to be there for Embiid. You're going to work to be better because of him. Right? The only thing they said was he may get on, like, faults if he, like, hesitates to shoot a shot or... But it, but that's a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe stop handling this kid with kid gloves. Yeah. Shoot the ball. And be like, dude. shoot the fucking ball, dude. Like yep. I watch videos of you. I know what you're capable of. Stop being a bitch and shoot. Like y- take you it see, to the hole. I'm seeing glimpses of him. He's getting there. Yeah. He's getting more comfortable. Yeah. And I think I think Jimmy Butler being on the team and encouraging him can only help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't I don't buy into that whole <laughs> cancer in the locker room thing. And and like I said, like you guys had just mentioned, this is Embiid's team. Yeah. Yeah. Whether Ben's here, anybody. This is Embiid's team. Yeah. And even if he tried to get in one of the younger guys' faces, I don't think anybody would like let yeah. that happen. I just it's it's Embiid's team. Here's what you're bringing to the team: uh, 21 points, five rebounds, and four assists. Right? 47 percent field goal. That's what he's shooting this year. Uh, it looks like in his career he's never been below 39 percent. Like that's yeah, on a team that a, needs shooting. That's that's. That's good. He's a 21, per, 21 point per game guy with the potential to drop 50. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yep. he's not Ben, where you'll see, like, he'll be like a 15, 16 point guy with the potential to drop 30. Yeah. Like, Jimmy can go for 50 on you if he has one of those nights. He did it here against yeah. the Sixers. He went for 50 here. You know what I mean? Like, he has potential to get buckets. And he's a good defender. Yeah. So it's, and, and Frank, you, you texted me Saturday. It was funny. Me and Taylor <laughs> were at, we were at a pod fest on Saturday, and it was we were doing recording. So at the at one point, we were in the room by ourselves. Nobody was recording at the time, and I'm scrolling through my phone, and I see the tray go down, and I just like scum was like, "Oh my god!" I told him, I said, "Thank God nobody was recording," because I would have been like, "Oh holy shit!" on the recording. <laughs> but like it 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 first hit me because you guys know it's been widely documented who my favorite sixer was. So to to see him get traded at first, I was like, "Roco." Yeah, yeah, Roko, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, that kind of sucks. Yeah. And, and like for like the first hour, I was like, ah. I was like, that that blows. That's one of the guys like you don't want to ever see like leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then like you when, just remind yourself, yeah, I mean, Jimmy and, Butler's coming yeah, in the door. When you, so. when you realize it, and like Frank just said it, like when you recognize what you're getting, and when you realize that the team currently constructed the way it was, like D-Lina made a great point about even about Robert. She tweeted out, she said, look, Robert Covington, for all of the hard work that he did to turn himself into an NBA player, he's at his ceiling. Like, there's no... Yeah, he's where he... There's no getting better right. for him, right? He is what he is. I, I'm, I'm pretty inclined to say Dario probably was, too. Yeah. I mean, could a shot gotten a lot better? Maybe. But he's the same guy. Mm-hmm. So those were two guys that you would have to rely on every game. Yeah. At their peaks. At their ceiling for where they're at, right? You recognize the team as it's currently constructed needs to get better. You're not going to win with that team. Yeah. You're not going to win with TJ playing 20 minutes a game. Like, you're not going to win. So you had to make a move. And, I mean, listen, you got a guy that can, that can get buckets, and that's what you needed. Yeah, and, and he's going to get buckets. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say there won't be one game for the rest of the season where I say to myself, Oh, I wish we had Roko's defense. <laughs> yeah, no, because <laughs> I think I'm not going to think that. That sounded nope. suggestive. <laughs> oh, it was suggestive. Yeah, I, somebody I forget who it was. I, I was listening to earlier said Jimmy Butler is 
almost like a combination of Dario and, and Robert. Yeah. Where, like, he can shoot, and he can play defense, and he he's tough. Like, he can get in your face. That's And he can score. Robert's not going to drop 40. He's like, he wasn't going to drop 30. He's not your second scorer. Ben's not even, Ben's your second best player, but he's not your second scorer. Right. You needed Joel, a scorer, and then Ben. Like, Ben to yeah. facilitate. Nail things. Look at the difference now. JJ's going to be open now, right? Because yep. now you don't double-team him because you got Jimmy there. That's going to open up things for Shamit when he comes on. That's going to open up things for Muscala. Like, everybody's now going to fall into the position that you wanted them to be in. Right when you brought JJ here, he wasn't ever supposed to be your second scorer. No, absolutely not. He was supposed to be your three point specialist. This opens up completely, and then if they go get a guy like Corver or another shooter, everything just opens up now because you got him. Yep. Because who are you going to double now? Boston's not going to be able to just say, "All right, Joel, you go get yours. We're going to double JJ and make Ben shoot or make right. Markel shoot, whoever." You know can't do be, that now. You know it's going to be awesome watching the two man game between with Jimmy Butler and Embiid down in the post. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. and, and Jimmy Butler feeds them, and then, you know, are you going to double them? Are you going to leave Opposing your man? defenses are going to have a problem now. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. So let, let's look at this as a whole now. Does this put the Sixers on paper, because we don't know, you know, does this put them up with the Celtics? Does it Absolutely. put them with Toronto? 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Because I, only right now, the only team right now is Toronto. Yeah. Like Boston, I'd love the fact that they can't figure their chemistry out. I know. Well, they have too many players. They're already talking about trading Rozier. Yeah. They're already talking about they might move on from Kyrie, all this other. I love that. Are they yeah. struggling right now? Oh, they're, yeah. They can't, they're, they're losing the, them. to I like everybody. The, I like the tweet that you put out last week, I think it was. Um, oh, with Tatum and with Ben. With Tatum and Ben. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was it's amazing. I, I got. I still got it on here. Just <laughs> make your point that you were making, and I'll, yeah, I'll tell you Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to see them play. I don't know. If it puts them in the Toronto category, but Toronto always seems to be that team that, and again now they have Kai Wee, uh, Kai Wee, they got Kai Wee. You know, now they have Kawhi. <laughs> That's as funny as his laugh, <laughs> um, dude. Every there's more videos coming out with that, oh, and it's every single one is the best. It is the absolute. There's best. one that came out that's a three second video, and it's just a noise. He don't even. He just goes, eh. <laughs> and there's nothing else. He just makes that noise. Yo, Chris, I love it. It's great because now even like I was listening to I listened to the Chris Elias podcast right, and he even has it on his soundboard now, and he <laughs> really hits it on oh, every man. show. I love it. It's, it's hysterical. So, it's so awesome. Anyway, I'm not. Any, what my point is, whatever his fucking name is, I don't know <laughs> why Toronto's gonna be there. At the end, when it counts, they never seem to be. They seem to fall apart. And that's going to be the only team. I, I like. Here, oh, so here's the here's the tweet. So I basically put out. I said, just saying. Some of you said one dude was the next Kobe, and the other dude should be traded because he won't shoot. If you look at the stats this year, Ben's fourteen point one a game, nine rebounds, seven assists. Tatum's fourteen point six, seven rebounds, two assists. All these people were like, oh, he trained with Kobe, and Kobe said he's going to be this and that. He's oh, he, this kid's a killer. Last year, when they put this kid in the Hall of Fame already, he averaged 13 points a game. <laughs> this year, everyone's like, oh, this is going to be the year you watch, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's averaging 14 <laughs> points a game. Yeah. Like, let's pump the brakes a little bit on Jason Tatum because Fultz is averaging 10 a game. Yeah. In limited minutes. Yep. All right. Ben Simmons without is averaging shooting. 14 without shooting. <laughs> like, let's just slow down here. The fact that now you can put Jimmy Butler in a position, they're going to be able to compete because the only reason Boston won, I just said it earlier, is because. They just said to Joel, just get what you want. You're not going to score 100 by yourself. You go do what you got to do. Right. Score your 30. We're going to make JJ beat us. We're going to make Bellinelli beat us. 
Now you have a legit scorer, a guy that can get buckets whenever he wants. Who are you going to double team now? Because now you're not you're not going to double team Ben when he crosses half court because you got to worry about who he's going to. Yeah. And now you got JJ just floating around doing what he wants. That that makes everybody more, that much more dangerous. Let me ask you this question now. I, I have mixed feelings about this. Do you, Fultz needs to get his jump shot going, because that's that's that will free up a lot for him. Yep. All right. Ben Simmons, I don't. Other than like, I don't want people ripping on him. I don't care if he never gets a consistent jump shot. If he can get to where he wants on the court and score, if he can score 14 points a game, like average of 14 points a game, and none of them are jump shots, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't really care. I've been saying for weeks that I don't. I don't need him to make jumpers. We we've been saying it since we started this show. Just shoot it. Just yeah. m- just make them think that you're going to shoot it. Right. Because he's he's been conditioned in his life to be a facilitator. That's what he wants to do. He said that's what he wants to do. I never look for my own shot. I want everybody else to get in the game. If he can do that and average 14 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists, <laughs> I'm, I'm completely okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't need him scoring 30 a game. That's I, what yeah, Joel else for. Yeah, he's not, he's not that guy. No, I'm completely okay. Just once in a while, I just want you to just, just shoot it. Yeah. Just shoot it because that opens up everything for everybody yeah, else. Because now the guy's going to come out to you. That's I'm it. fine with that. And nobody can guard him face up. And that that's not going to make – I mean, obviously, it, it, it gives you a more all-around game, but it's not going to make him any more dominant. Do you know what I'm no, saying? Yeah, like, it doesn't make a difference. Because whether he's consistent on his jump shots or not, he's still – even if he's consistent, he's still not going to take more than five jump shots in a game. No. Even if he's, you know, shooting like Steph Curry, you know, when he yeah, shoots I it, agree. He's still going to drive the lane because he's bigger than everybody and no one can stay in front of him. I see people going on Twitter talking about he won't shoot a three. Like, why do you need this guy to shoot threes? Why is pe- Why are people so, like, dead set on him shooting threes? Dude, I was watching the pregame show when they played the Pacers and Paul Pierce – like they were having a conversation. What's going to happen first? I don't even know what the thing was, but one of the options, one of it was Fultz and um, Ben Simmons getting hitting a three. Like, what's going to happen first, that or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah. It doesn't Trumping matter. People like the flashy shots, you know. I don't like, even to shoot on, a like, three. Yeah, like like Paul, come on, Paul. I don't care, dude. Like you understand, he you understand the game of basketball. That's not even anything you need to be talking about. Who's the best point guards in the league? Right when Rondo was at his peak, he didn't shoot threes. Nope. Chris Paul didn't start shooting threes like right away. He can shoot them now. Jason Kidd didn't until near the yeah, end. Until the end. By the but way, Magic Johnson didn't. Magic Johnson didn't have a jump shot for five years. <laughs> yeah, like he 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 just passed. He yeah. was averaging like twenty three assists a game. He wouldn't shoot the ball. Yep. And if he did, it was on drives. Watch any of his highlights when he first started in the league. Yeah, it it's was the same exact thing Ben's doing. He didn't shoot jumpers until Kareem got hurt. Yeah, and because he had to. Yeah. Right. Yep. So. Don't give me. I'm not saying he's Magic Johnson, but he's Magic Johnson like. Right, he's that kind of player. Like, dude, with Jimmy Butler on the team, he's going to have 15 assists a game. Yeah, like the dude's already borderline triple double every game. Like when, well, when he cuts to the lane and Ben hits him, he'll dunk it or lay it up instead of Rocco. Yeah, who, who can't throw it off make the backboard? Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. I listen. I like I said, they're they were at their peak. I, yeah. I love Dari to death. It's gonna. It really does. I told Taylor on Saturday, I was like, I've never been so excited but sad at the same time. Like, he's a player that I'll legitimately miss. Yeah, I miss Dario. But, yeah, I don't want to see him in a Minnesota jersey. You're like, ah. Yeah. That was like seeing AI in a Denver jersey. I was like, oh. That's what I'm like, like, I won't think about it the next game because I'll be like, oh, Jimmy Butler, right? 
I won't think about it again until I see them. Right. They come back the in January. Yeah. yeah that's when it'll be. That's when it'll suck. Well, all right. When they come back in January, he gets applauded. What does Covington get? He'll get applauded. Yeah. A light yeah. applause. No, Dario we'll get, will get a a nice mild roar. Yeah. No, Robert Dar- will too. Robert I, won't get as loud as Dario. The fans here are smart enough to know he at least contributed to the team. Are they both? Starting, yeah, they'll probably both start. Yeah, is what it's. By the like. way, Minnesota, this wasn't a great deal for them, right? <laughs> if you look at it, no. like it wasn't they had a second like, round pick, dude. Yeah, they had no Brain. leverage. Elton yeah, yeah they, Brain, had no, they had no leverage. Who me and Taylor sat here the week before and said, "Do we really trust Elton Brand to make the moves you need?" And then he goes and gets Jimmy Butler for a second. Who was the second player <laughs> we got? A guy who's injured. Oh, he's hurt. Yeah, he's he's oh. been hurt. They said he won't play for a couple months. Oh. I don't I don't know who he was, but they, uh, they showed highlights of him on Facebook earlier, and he was at Hershey Arena. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know who, <laughs> what team he's playing yeah. for. No, nah, he was just a, he was a sweetener for the contracts. And we we neglect to mention the best part of the whole deal is we got rid of fucking Bayless, oh my which God. is amazing. The fact that they posted a thank you for all you did <laughs> yeah, thing, like. Jared Bayless, yeah, he played like fourteen games. Like, <laughs> Taylor asked me about him, and I said he he was. When I would see him in a locker room, I'd just go, ugh. Yeah. Because he always had a look on his face, and you're just like, ugh. Yeah. Well, at first you got to be like, who was that? And they go, oh, yeah, he's yeah. on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, you got rid of that contract, which is great. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think Elton Brand, and, and we're going to talk about it later in the show, but there was a lot of talk that they're not done, that they're Markel might not even be here before season's end. Yeah. Because they're talking about if they can find a legitimate move – um, it'll free up money, and like I said, we'll talk about it later in the show. But there's, st- I read a tweet earlier that they're kicking tires on some Wizards players because that team's imploding. They said not necessarily Wall or Beal, but they're secondary guys like Ubre or somebody like that. They're looking into bringing Corver back for like a bench yeah, three so, guy. Like as of 19 hours ago, they're close to finalizing that. What with Corver? Corver, yeah, it's probably going to happen. So that's gonna, that's going to be your your three point shooter off the bench. They're going to bring in Carmelo if he clears waivers. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about this, right? So I think it was Chris Mannix was on Twitter, and he said that the Sixers are kicking the tires, and they're keeping a close eye on it. I'm going to go on record right now. I don't even need to go on record because you know where I'm going. I want nothing. I didn't want nothing to do with Carmelo in his prime. Yeah. I definitely don't want 37-year-old Carmelo. I, I just don't know what he would add to the team. Nothing. It's not like he's Nothing. a leader. You know what I mean? Like he would add zero to the team. He's yeah. not a leader. He don't play defense. He's, he's <laughs> not adapting to the role that he should be taking. Exactly. That's, if that's he couldn't even do that issue. on Houston, yeah. Like he couldn't do that on Houston. No. Right? Who has a legit contender? He he made that team horrible because that team was <laughs> lights out last year. Yeah. Now he they goes stay. there. They can't win a game. Nope. Like, he, listen. When you bring, like, Corver doesn't play defense, but Corver brings something to the team. He brings yeah, he, championship pedigree, right? Yep. He brings veteran leadership. He can help out your guys like Shamit and all those guys, right? Oh, by the way, he can still shoot. And he can still shoot. Yeah. Carmelo can't do anything that <laughs> no. can help your team. <laughs> he can't even shoot anymore. The one thing he could do was score, and he can't even do no. it anymore. He's, He's just there. No veteran leadership. No. Nope. He's not going to take guys under his wing, right? Yeah. Like no, he'll he, fight for you. Yeah, he'll, he'll, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'll definitely fight for you. <laughs> yeah. But... There's there's no legitimate reason to bring that guy into this fold. No, none. 
it would be like it was like bringing Derek Coleman in when they brought Derek Coleman in. Yeah, like what's, and, why are you bringing Derek Coleman in? And the thing I fear is that all the talks that I, that I don't worry about with Jimmy Butler and I think <laughs> the Jimmy Butler thing would be worse if Carmelo was here. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, Jimmy Butler will come in here as the team's currently constructed and fit right in. But if Carmelo's here, that makes the issues that we may have with Butler that much more glaring. Yeah, because Carmelo's in the in the locker room. Yeah, I, I, I'm a yeah, I'm a I was a fan of his because he went to the college of that I was for. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a, NBA, a fan of him in the NBA. No. And, I mean, he couldn't play with Porzingis. Right. Right? He couldn't play with Harden. Right. Now I'm going to bring him here and play with Joe and Ben? Yeah. No. He would probably knock Fultz out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with him, dude. Yeah. Just like Frankie said, the only good thing is if we get in a scuffle, you know he's going to be he's, there. He's coming off the bench. Yeah, that's bows. it. That's it. Who was he married to? Oh, he was married uh, to somebody. Lala. 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 Oh, yeah, Are they still it. married? That was. Uh, I, I haven't kept up. That was when, <laughs> when Kevin Garnett said she smelled like honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> Carmelo wanted to fight him. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> can't hey, say a man's wife smells like honey nut Cheerios. No, listen, They're good, EB, though. listen, EB, listen. Really I'd be week, complimented. When we talked last week about <laughs> EB making a deal, he listened. Yeah. He made the deal. <clears throat> EB, I know you're listening. <laughs> I'm pleading with you as a, as a super huge fan. Please don't get Carmelo. Please don't even kick the tires. I don't even want to see a report that we're interested. Like, just please don't. I want nothing to do with that man. No, I'm. I didn't want him when he was a future Hall of Famer at in his prime. I had a sneaker as an eighth grade. That's about it, though. No, Eb, don't do it. He won't. I have faith that he won't do it. God, I hope so. All right, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we're going to come back and get into sports shenanigans. You're listening to 205 Live on Wildfire Sports. If you're considering buying or selling a home in Philadelphia or surrounding areas, then for all your real estate needs, contact Louis Reyes from Weikert Realtors at 267-648-7123. That's 267-648-7123. The key to his success is always putting his clients above all else. Contact Louis Reyes now at 267-648-7123 for a no-obligation consultation and let him show you your possibilities. Are you a sports fan or know someone who is? Are you looking for a professional way to show off your favorite jersey or fan apparel but don't know how to do it? Are you looking to avoid paying hundreds of dollars on big, bulky, expensive display cases? Would you want to be able to hang your favorite team jersey on the wall or ceiling without using screws? Then look no further. Sport Display jersey mounts are finally here and can be purchased at www.thesportdisplays.com. They look absolutely awesome and you can install them without screws. You use 3M command strips and stick it to any surface type, including the ceiling. Jerseys look great on and the best part is you can remove it on game day and wear your favorite jersey to the game and when you're done snap it back on if you're looking for an easy affordable and professional way to show off your team colors then look no further than sports displays jersey mounts at www.thesportdisplays.com that's www.thesportdisplays.com use promo code 215live when you order and get four dollars off of your purchase and free shipping get your jersey mounts today at www.thesportdisplays.com Hey guys, what's going on? You know those times where you need a little crunch in your lunch or a quick bite to get through the fight? A local site where it's done right, fast and friendly is what you need and satisfaction is always guaranteed. Cheese Dogs, that's D-A-W-G-S, Cheese Dogs, home of the two-foot challenge and the grilled ice cream sandwich, where happiness starts and the fun is in your bun. 
They're located at 318 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, and you can check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and at www.eatcheesedogs.com. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a project at your house that needs to get done, but you're not sure who to turn to to help you out? Maybe you already started a project, but you're not quite sure how to finish it, and now your house is all messed up and you're stressed out? Well, here's what you do. Give our friend Chuck Reed the handyman a call. No repair or project is too small. Chuck will make your dream project a reality. Give him a call at 215-672-8875 or email him at handymanservices08 at comcast.net. If you're in Northeast Philly, Bucks, or Eastern Montgomery County, give Chuck Reed the handyman a call. Once again, it's 215-672-8875 or email him at handymanservices08 at comcast.net. What's up, guys? It's John from 215 Live. Listen up. If you bet on sports now that it's legal here in Philadelphia area, and since you're listening to our podcast, you obviously do, the man that can help you make the most money this football season is the guy we trust with premium information, John Price of SportsInformationTraders.com. John Price knows the lines better than anyone else in the country, and he specializes in line movement and value. So when you sign up with his company, you get the best lines and before the public does. And he can help you make up to five times your investment in just 90 days. Go to sportsinformationtraders.com right now and learn why John Price is the only sports wagering analyst with a weekly feature in Forbes magazine. You want to win? Put this number in your phone. It's 866-441-2711. Again, 866-441-2711. Call and ask about the 90-day special. John Price is a proven winner, and he has been amongst the best for years with documented success in the Las Vegas Super Contest. Call him at 866-441-2711, sportsinformationtraders.com. One last time, 866-441-2711, sportsinformationtraders.com. Watch football, make money. It's that simple. I wonder what the line is for the Eagles-Saints game. It was seven when I came in here tonight. Huh. Yeah. That's so. kind of low, actually. It's because they Don't won think nine it's low? in a row, and the Eagles are going to be fighting for it. It's all that bullshit that you hear. <laughs> and Saints will come out and score 45. Yeah. Whatever. Being favored by a touchdown is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, not, the, the but not the Eagles way... Eagles were favored by a touchdown But not the night. way the Saints are putting up points. Yeah. It's just and, the Eagles, against this, and this Eagles secondary has nobody that can start in this league. It's because you question. You would think seven points would be game. a lot. It wouldn't be a lot. Yeah, whatever. For the Saints to cover, I would take the Saints in that. Yeah, I'll take the Saints all day, <laughs> <laughs> and that's my team. But whatever. Listen, we were at a uh, benefit um, for my cousin Marie, who is uh, battling cancer. It was a great event. You know, raised some, raised a lot of money. A lot of people and, there. Yeah, a lot of people there. And they had, had to turn away tables. Yeah, they had yeah, to turn people away. Had to turn people away. So it was a really cool event. Um, but here's the thing. Even at an awesome thing like that, like for a good cause and for, you know, people that you know and love and stuff like that, me and John are the worst. <laughs> like we all, we all knew that. <laughs> like we are really bad. Like I don't know why we think 
And it's not that we think that we're like awesome or no, anything. No, it has nothing to, nothing do, with to do with that. Nothing to do with that at all. Yeah. But there's no <laughs> other way for us to like entertain, like be in a place without like making fun of people to each other. Mm-hmm. It's like nonstop. Like, and it's it's nowhere it, near that we think we're like. Yeah, and it's yeah. not mean spirited. No, no, it's like observational. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's there was a there was a lot going on. But here's the thing. Then. So, like, we're sitting at the family table, <laughs> and obviously, you know, Frankie's mom's known me my whole life, and it, it's like you can feel when your mom's looking at you, right? Yeah. And Joanne has this. She has this way of looking at us and we know right away that she's immediately disappointed yeah it's the same look but my whole life forever (laughs) right so there's a there's there's got to be 150 people there 200 people there it's great to like frank said great time but when me and him all of a sudden become the only two in tears because we're (laughs) laughing so hard at something she knows exactly what we're doing without even having to hear what we said yep and I would catch her eye, and she would look over, and she it's hard for people on the radio, but she would mouth the word, stop it, but then she would, like, <laughs> slap the table, and she's like, stop it. Yeah. And I would just be like, what? Like, I'm, like, I'm still, like, 12 years old, and she's yelling at me. Yeah. It happened the whole entire event. Yeah, it was a, we were there for a couple hours, <laughs> and it happened, like, you know, I don't even, I don't want to get into, like, people that we were, like. No, yeah, but, you know. You know, I mean, again, yeah. it wasn't mean-spirit. It was all in good fun, and obviously, we don't do it to anybody's face. Um <laughs> But I, I don't know. I like, it's just like it's just like uh, that's how I am everywhere I go. Like I'll go to like a, a meeting at like work, and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, shit! I wish John was here because he would love this guy." <laughs> yeah, see this guy's shirt and tie combo would be hilarious. You know what I mean? Or like the way his hair is parted, like like shit like that. Yeah. Is like, I think we all have that one friend that's like, "Damn, I wish they were here." Yeah, yeah. So like. And then the next day, I sent him a picture of one of the people that we were talking about, of what we were talking about, and it was hysterical. Yeah, it was hysterical. It's we talked about we talked about this pre-show. Like my wife and and her sister are here, and they have a way of talking to where like they don't have to say like actual words, right? Or they'll just say like you know what I mean or stuff like that, and they know what they're talking about. Yeah. That's like kind of like what me and Frank have, where but in ball busting, but in ball busting, yeah. Like, or I'll just I'll look at Frank and I'll make the face and hold hold know exactly what I was talking about, and then we just like we're in tears, and then like his dad, who's the older version of us, would like elbow me and go, "What? What are you guys talking about?" What? Because he wants in on it, yeah. And then once he gets started, yeah, forget, forget it. it, yeah. We almost have to stop doing what we're doing because now your dad's involved. Yeah, because he'll go. He'll go one step further, yeah, and it's like, oh, maybe we cross the line. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I was telling the story. So, the, because there were so many people there, and they had to turn people away, the tables were were close in proximity, so you kind of had to get people to move so you could walk through. So there was this one lady. She was sitting behind us, and every time she had to go anywhere, she had to make your dad move. And your dad was sitting next to me, so at one, at one point, she's standing there like she wanted to go, but she was doing something else. And your dad was in like a lean up kind of pose, yeah, like, like he was waiting moving. for the person to get by. And I swear to you, it felt like it was fifteen minutes that she was standing there. <laughs> and your dad eventually, and he had already been Christ, I don't know, uh, probably a case of beer in, turns around and goes, "Are you gonna fucking go or not?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And I look over at your mom, and she's just like, "Oh, he's <laughs> But like that's just how he is. Like once he gets involved, you're like, "Ah, oh, yeah. we gotta we gotta end this soon." Yeah. You know, the other part of that thing is is I legit devoured three meatball sandwiches. 
Yeah, the, you know how. Like, so you know how you go to a benefit and everybody there's a there's a designated time where you go eat. Everybody's in line. We everybody goes eat, and then the food kind of just like nobody went for food for like an hour and a half. Like that was yeah. it. Everybody was done, and then all of a sudden this guy goes to the bathroom and it comes back with a meatball sandwich. <laughs> My third one, yeah, yeah. Nobody else was eating at that point. No, everybody was done. You had a legit I, hot I, meatball sandwich. I came out of the bathroom, and when you come out of the bathroom, you walk to this room where the food's at, and there were the meatballs were like right there, and there was no line. So I was like, oh. You got to take advantage. Obviously, you got to take advantage. <laughs> but there was one guy who was in line. <laughs> Remember when we first went up to get our first platters, there was a guy. We were behind, you know, I don't know how far in line we were, but we were in line, and then there was like these people in front of us. And, like, the one guy was at the meatball thing, and he was taking a long time. And, like, his body was contorted in, like, ways where I'm like, what is this guy doing? And it was one of those moments where we both looked at each other and just started laughing. <laughs> um, but then and, but then the next thing I know, John's in that same position. Yeah. He's contorted in the same position of the guy. They were trying to read it with the fucking... The horseradish. <laughs> the horseradish. <laughs> so... We're so shallow that we make fun of this guy without even knowing why he was... Yeah. Like, he was doing, like, this up and down kind of, like, bopping thing. And we're like, dude, it's just meatballs. Like, take a meatball and go. I'm like, what is he doing? When I get up there, without even thinking, I bend down and I go to look at something. And then it hit me. I'm like, oh, shit, that's why the guy was doing (laughs) that. Because the horseradish was, like, down so far, he had to kind of, like, read to see what it was. And I'm like, oh, I kind of feel like shit now because I was just ripping on that guy. But here's my thing with that. You know how things annoy me? Yeah. Right? I think when you're in line and there's a line behind you, you have to step off to the side and and see what that label says. Like yeah. you can't hold you can't stand in front of the meatball tray still while you're trying to read that. You already have your meatball sandwich. Yeah. Step to the side and then read the sign. You can't stand there and holding up traffic. There was another guy when we were in line, and this happens all the time. There's a legit line, right? That line for food was long. And it was yeah. obvious that it was a line for food, correct? Yeah. Oh, it was obvious. So we get up there. We're like maybe four or five away from getting our food. And this dude walks to the front of the line with a plate and goes to start scooping and then turns around and goes, oh, is, is this the line? <laughs> like, dude, you knew that was the line, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it wasn't going anywhere. It was 100 people deep. Yeah. Like, it's probably that guy that waits the last minute to merge on the highway. Probably. Yeah. Oh, I'm Drives sorry. all the I'm way sorry. up on the side. <laughs> yeah, like, Can I'm I like, get in on, here? Dude. Yeah. Yeah, that, it, it was, it's just, it's been going on for so long, and so many people get frustrated with us. Like, we've had friends that are just like, do you two ever stop? Yeah. That's like you, me and my friend Lauren, so You can't I totally turn get that it. off. Like, no. it's hard to turn off. Yeah, like, even if I wanted to address that and have it go and go, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that, it's hard to turn that off. Yeah, like, if I went to my therapist and said, listen, you know, outside of all my other issues, I have this <laughs> one issue where I I can't stop making fun of people. Yeah. Like, um, can you help me with that? And she did. I, I w- it wouldn't matter. No, I would. I wouldn't be able to. I'm like an. I'm addicted to <laughs> busting balls. Well, especially when you're in a spot where like there's not a lot going on, and you're yeah. just sitting there. You like, got to make the best enter- of it. Yeah, you got to entertain yourself. Like yeah, the mean, one year, Lauren and I were down at the art museum, and we had the best time watching people's faces come out of the porta potty. Yeah, See, they they look like they're in like a whole new <laughs> world. The best thing for like porta potties lines is watch their face before they go in and then compare it when they come out. Yeah, there's a it's video like the making there's a video making the rounds now on on Twitter. It's it I watched 15 minutes of it earlier and I couldn't stop laughing. There's a concert. I don't know if you guys seen this, and there's a just a small little muddy hill. The first dude falls, <laughs> and then it's like. 
and onslaught. <laughs> now everybody who falls now stays around to see when the next person yeah, falls. Yeah, you got it. But the dude videotaping it and his laugh <laughs> is, and I'm telling you, every two seconds they're like, oh, oh. Oh, there goes my, and like it went on for like forty-five minutes. They just keep watching people fall down this hill. I was like, that would be us. Well, so here's the thing, you know, like the world's shitty right now, yeah, right. But stuff like that is what makes you happy that you're alive. Oh right? yeah, like just the fact that you can sit there and bust on this guy's hairdo yeah. or whatever it was, his accent, or people busting their ass, you know, on Hilarious. mud or ice. You need that. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it sucks, but like. That's that's great, man. Listen, like, that's if I fall down happy. a mud hill, you you probably should laugh at me. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Like, you. don't be like, "Oh, are you okay?" And then, no, yeah. laugh at me because I'm stupid. Yeah. And every idiot who didn't walk around that, yeah, you laugh at. Them. Like, if somebody saw you fall and then still followed you down, yeah, they deserve it. You deserve to fall down. <laughs> yeah, I you got to check that video out. It's, so I, I watched like 15 minutes of it. I couldn't stop laughing. All right, listen. I think we're going to wrap this up. I have to go pick my dog up from the vet. Um, I won't be back the second hours. If you're listening live, you won't hear me. You'll hear John's lovely voice bringing okay. you back. Um, they're going to talk to Rob Ellis, um, which will be awesome. Yeah, he's, can't wait for that. Yeah, it'll be cool. He's going to have a lot of good uh, insight into this Eagles defense. But on we're the actually gonna right get, side, we're going to get, get Mrs. Creighton on the air, too. Mrs. Creighton's going to come in? Yeah, we're going to make, make her talk. Is sister going to come in? I don't know. I'm nervous because Bridget talks a lot, so I'm not <laughs> sure if I want to get her in or not. Well, I don't know if it's good radio where they just – have their secret language talking to yeah, each other and know nobody knows saying. what they're saying. And I'm in trouble because then it'll be three women doing the same thing. Yeah. And I'll just be sitting here going, You must going just on? go on your laptop and let them do their own thing. <laughs> just bring them in and take the next hour off. Let them interview Rob. Yeah, I'll go with you to pick up the dog. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> that'll be good. All right, hang around for the next hour. It's going to be uh, some entertaining uh, podcasting. And uh, you're listening to 105 Live on Wildfire Sports. 